Welcome to Life After Childbirth. My name is Weslina Maxi, and I'm an occupational therapist on an extraordinary path to change women's health and the care we receive postpartum. Join me as we grow together on this journey. Let's talk Life After Childbirth. just wanted to provide a little disclaimer that this podcast does not provide medical advice. All the information in this podcast is informational purposes only. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different than usual. I will tell you in a minute, but I recorded it via voice memo. Towards the end, I actually get back on my microphone because I'm at home. But, um, so the quality, the sound quality may not be as good as usual, but it's still really good golden nuggets in here. So enjoy. Okay. So I'm trying something new and I am voice memoing this while I drive to go get lunch because I haven't really had time to, um, video a podcast episode in a while and I've been feeling some type of way about it because I enjoy doing that and I want to make time for that it just has not been the greatest month and a half for myself um just been you know struggling with work-life balance it's a struggle all the time and that brings me to my topic today is entrepreneurship how do people do it how do people start their own business? How do people help run a business? Um, You know, people co-own places and they do it together. But even with help, with partnership, it's hard. So that's my topic today. So how do people do it? When I talk about like how you go about it how did you decide to do it I just tell people you know I just did it I literally just decided to do it and jumped into it I do it scared as my saying that I tell everybody just do it scared you're not going to feel ready you're not going to think that you know enough that you feel ready enough that you feel confident enough but you just do it and I just want to say that Even though I do it and I'm doing it, it doesn't mean it's easy. It doesn't mean that, oh, she's not struggling. She looks like she's freaking killing it, which, you know, I am killing it. I will say that I have been, I'm not saying like I'm a huge success yet. (laughs) However, I have, you know, I've been working hard. I do go to workshops. I do market and walk around town and talk to people. So in that sense, I am doing it scared. I am continuing to do it. But that doesn't mean that I balance everything so well. That doesn't mean that I don't struggle. That doesn't mean that my home life doesn't struggle. Um, I don't clean as often anymore. I don't have the money for a house cleaner right now and that's okay um it's been a big transition not having that however that is something that we had to cut out when my husband lost his job and that was also a big transition in itself of him losing his job and us transitioning to him being an entrepreneur and him building up his business and woodworking and he started mowing lawns so 
we weren't planning on that happening, obviously. I don't think anybody really plans on getting fired ever. But it did happen. We had to adjust. We had to adapt. We had to figure some things out. That doesn't mean that I drop ship and stop my dream. But that also doesn't mean he can't build his dream. So we're going to make both work. Or trying to make both work. I'm not saying that in a year that we're going to be super successful in both. But I hope we are. And that's scary. That's risky. However, I mean, we only get this one life. So why not try it? Why not see if we are able to do it? If we wait and we wait and we're like, no, now's not the time. We need to wait until we're 40. We need to wait until the kids are grown. When will we do it? When will be the right time? It's kind of like when people ask me, well, how did you know you were ready for kids? We had no idea if we were ready for kids. We didn't even really plan our first one. I just kind of got off birth control and we either, we weren't preventing it, but we weren't trying and it just happened. We, we weren't exactly ready, but you just do it kind of like this like you open your own business and you just do it you just do what you need to do and then get mentorship get um programs that you can that can help you build your business and learn how to build it right and learn who to network with who to market to those kind of things and that's what I've learned through courses that I've taken that's what I've learned through mentorship that I've bought and had which has been very helpful. So if you are going into entrepreneurial route, I do suggest some type of mentorship um, or some type of person that you can reach out to that can help you through that transition of marketing and figuring out your website, figuring out your prices, figuring out all those things. People think if they open, like, why do they need to open a business? Or why does this need need to be met? Like, you find a need that needs to be met, that people need in this world, and you go for it. Because if you don't do it, who is going to? Who's going to serve the people that you are trying to serve? In my business, it's women. Women need health and education and empowerment and to feel safe and feel good and not be in pain. And be able to have pleasure during sex and not leak themselves when they laugh or sneeze or jump or all of those things. So I'm feeling a need. And who else is going to do it? So jump for it. Do it. You figure it out as you go. And I will say, there is, you're on a roller coaster. It's kind of like in Grey's Anatomy when they say the carousel never stops. It doesn't stop. But it's also like a roller coaster. It goes up and down. It's an, emo- an emotional roller coaster. You'll have highs, you'll have lows, you'll have kind of, you're just comfortable. And I've already kind of experienced that in just the um, seven months that I've been on this route. I have weeks that I feel that I'm on top of the world that this is where I'm meant to be, this is what I've meant, this is where, what I'm meant to do, all of those things, and then I have weeks where 
I question myself. I question why I'm doing this. I question, am I supposed to be doing this? Was this a good idea? Did, could I afford this? So you will have those moments. But I will say that they are worth it. They, those highs are amazing. And when you're comfortable, it's amazing. Like you're like, I'm doing this. I am consistently busy. I am reaching people. I hear people talk about me or I have somebody reach out to me and they're like, oh, I heard from so-and-so or I seen your business card at this restaurant or this store. I'm like, yes, people are seeing me. People are realizing what I'm offering, what I'm doing. And that's a great feeling just reaching people. Like they don't have to book to me, book with me for me to feel like I am making a difference in my town and in the world because people are hearing about me and that's what matters now to the mom entrepreneurs it's hard like balancing mom life and feeling like you are doing what you need to do mom wise and trying to build a business it's like you feel like if you spend time with your kids playing tag or playing on the playset that you feel guilty for not posting or marketing or building up a course or whatever that looks like for you. But on the other side of things, if you are on your computer and you're building marketing materials, you're emailing people, reaching out to them, seeing how they're doing, seeing if they want to book, if you are... Um, planning out your next week of what you're going to do to build your business and grow your business. Then you have this guilt of, oh, I should be playing with the kids. Like they're just seeing me behind a computer. They're just seeing me say, oh, I'm working. All of those things. But there is a balance that you can find. You can figure out times to specifically work on your business. And then you can be like, okay, today's going to be a family day. And that's what y'all do. But you, you do have to be strict on yourself, and that's another part of it, is you're a self-starter. You are doing this yourself, or you're, you know, doing it with a partner, or your family, or your significant other. Like, either way, you still have to be strict on yourself and tell yourself, okay, these are my working hours, these are my family hours, I'm going to take off Wednesday and work a little bit more on Friday on certain things. And, oh, I'm going to be totally off on Sunday because that's family day. If that's family day for you, maybe it's not. Maybe that's work day. Um, Everything's going to look different for each person that goes into this journey. So you just got to figure out what works for you, which takes trial and error. Now, will I say that trial and error is easy? No, it takes time. It takes patience. It takes giving yourself grace that you're not going to be amazing at it all the time. You're not going to be amazing at it and be a pro ever, probably. You're never probably going to feel like that. Just like with kids or just like with owning a house. You don't know everything until you go through it, until you experience it, until you try it. So same thing with owning a business, thriving in a business, maybe just surviving through a business until you feel like you're thriving. Just 
when I began this episode, I said the last month and a half has been really rough uh, schedule-wise and, like, figuring out that balance and still working through that balance. And, again, it's a roller coaster. Sometimes you'll feel like they, that balance is, you got it down to a, whatever that saying is, you got it down to a, I know you listeners know what I'm talking about. But, and sometimes you're going to feel like you have no idea what you're doing and you do not have the balance down. You do not have the schedule down. And that's okay. It's not going to be perfect. The, my last guest, Kaya Caraway, says, be brave, not perfect. And I think that's an amazing saying. Like I say, do it scared. Be brave not perfect you're not going to be perfect and that is okay no one is I was talking on a live the other day with Lindsay Vestal um, of OTs for pelvic health Uh, she owns functional the functional pelvis and I did a live on her Facebook group I will link that into the things if if there's any uh, pelvic health therapist or occupational therapist that want to look into her group it's an amazing resource but I was talking to her the other day and I I do these monthly workshops and at first I was worried when I would skip over a word or stumble over my words because I'd be talking so fast because I tend to do that sometimes even on this podcast sometimes I do that and I have to either edit or re-record and I've gotten so much better at that now that I'm doing this podcast but in the workshop you know it's live so I can't (laughs) I can't re-record it. Um, But no one notices. The only person that notices is me. And because it's regular. People stumble over the words. They skip a word. They forget a word like I just did a minute ago. I still don't even know the word. I'm not going to sit here and pause and try to figure out the word. Because that's okay because I'm human. And I'm going to forget things. I'm going to need help with words. I'm going to forget my train of thought like it's gonna happen as long as you're doing it you're trying you're being brave you're doing it anyway that's the goal that's the the purpose of it all you're out there you're helping people and however that entrepreneurship journey looks like for you you're doing a service that you want to do and that people need and your kids are going to see that that hustle. And I'm not saying, I don't necessarily, I'm not um, promoting like hustle, hustle, hustle all the time. Because I think you can get very burnt out on what you're doing. And like I said at the beginning, like figuring out your balance. If you're hustling, hustling, hustling all the time, you aren't doing that balance. And it's going to show. And I actually just had this talk with my husband the other day because like I said the last month and a half has been really rough and I can't do it like that I won't do it like that so I have to figure out how to incorporate self-care skills how to incorporate the things that I need instead of just working for my clients finding my clients working for my community which I love to do and I want to do like I would do it 24-7 But I also have to take care of myself. I also have to have days where I just spend with my family. 
And again, that's okay. It doesn't mean that I'm failing in my business if I have a whole day to my family. It doesn't mean that my business is going to come down to the ground because I have a Saturday and Sunday out of town, off my phone or whatnot. It won't mean it's going to come crashing down. It's not going to make or break my business. It will make or break myself and my body and my soul and my mental health. So keeping that in mind when you are either thinking about building a business, you are at the starter times, you are in the first year like I am, If even if you're five years down the road, ten years down the road, and you are feeling like, okay, like I, I feel like I'm okay, but I still don't have time for self-care. How can you fit that in? How can you fit that into a routine, a habit that you do every day or every three days, whatever fits and is comfortable for you to fit in. I am talking to myself, aren't I? Oh, no, I think it kept going. Sorry, like I said, like, this is going to be a very weird episode because I'm doing a voice memo and I'm driving, so I'm really paying attention to the driving and just talking, so I'm hoping this records like I am wanting it to. But it will sound a little different because I'm in my car. Um, and here I am, human, and I lost my train of thought because I have no idea what I was just talking about. But I'm not going to pause it and edit it because this is real. And that's what I'm here to promote, that life is hard. Things happen. You are going to mess up. But if you keep trying and you keep putting that brave face on... And I'm not saying you have to have a brave face all the time. Like, like I said, it's a roller coaster. You're going to have down days where you're just like, I'm not feeling it today. I am not brave today. I am not going to go market myself today. And that's okay. Like, that brave face is going to come back tomorrow, back in two days. Talk to your significant other. Talk to your friend. Talk to coworkers. Talk to someone that you trust and can lean on and can give you maybe a pep talk or discomfort. I just recently heard this thing where someone goes to somebody and vents, right? And sometimes you don't want comfort, you want solutions. And sometimes you want solutions, not comfort. Or sometimes you want a mix of the two. And I can't remember where I heard it from. It might've been TikTok actually, but I don't know. Honestly, I just, I remember reading it and I put it in my notes and I was like, I love this. Because sometimes you don't know what the other person wants. And sometimes when you're venting to somebody and they give you what you don't really need in that moment, you're just like, well, that's not what I needed to hear. And sometimes the person doesn't know what you needed to hear. So that question right there, when someone starts venting to you, you can say, do you want comfort or do you want solutions? And I feel like that would probably solve a lot of things that people feel towards people when they vent to each other do you want comfort or do you want solutions and then the person can proceed on how they would give that advice or just comfort the person I was talking to my husband the other day about how the last month and a half has been rough and figuring out work-life balance and figuring out how to make this work where we aren't overwhelmed or every few months I don't break down, things like that. Because 
like I said, it's all trial and error. Not everything's going to go perfect. And you can figure it out along the way and lean on the people that you need to lean on. So in that time, I was needing solutions and comfort. So that's what I told him. And we came up with, he's going to start dealing with the food because prepping is a big thing and it takes a lot of time. So we kind of discussed that and that's what we led with is that we need food and cooking takes a lot of time and he loves cooking and I just haven't had really the time to focus on that. So that's what he's going to focus on now plus his work. But leaning on the people that are around you and figuring out together and figuring out the solutions together just because you're an entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to do it all yourself. Just because you're a mom doesn't mean you have to do it all yourself. You can still be a super mom. You can still be a super woman. You can still be a super owner and ask for help and have help. You can still be amazing and super and have help. I hope that's that's getting through to my listeners because support is good and it can help you grow it can help you be successful and also be sane you can do hard things you can be brave you can do it scared ask me ask me how listen to this re-listen to it and just remember you're never gonna fully feel ready you're never gonna feel like a pro You're going to figure it out as you go, and it's going to be great. My goal is to reach as many women as I can to talk about life after childbirth. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please share on social media and let me know what you liked about it. If you haven't already, subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And if you feel persuaded to do so, leave a review so we can reach others and begin to talk more about life after childbirth.